So, we met online. This is a podcast about love, sex, and everything in between, the world of online dating. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Erica. Welcome to So We Met Online. If you would like to learn more about the show, visit us online at sowemetonline.com and join us throughout social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at So We Met Online. So Erica, I hear that you sat down with Rachel this week. I did. And how did that go? Well, Chris, Rachel had a story that is going to blow your mind. Okay. I'm looking forward to it. (laughs) So we met actually through a setup. A setup. Okay. Yeah. Who, Who set you up? My friend Sarah set us up. Actually, I saw a picture of him, and I thought he was really cute, and I asked her what his deal was, Uh and she said he was recently single, so she set it up, and it was great. We went on a few dates, really good conversation, really funny guy, very attractive, having a great time. Good. The fourth date, I bring him back, because I think he was helping me with something in my apartment, so it was like a great opportunity. Air quote, helping you with something. Right, exactly. It was a great way to bring him back. Okay. We, I don't think we even kissed yet. Maybe you it was not kissed by the fourth day. I know. It was moving really slow. Maybe it was like a quick peck or something, but okay. nothing more than a peck okay. at all. So was he shy? A little bit. I could tell he had lots of experience. He'd had lots of ex-girlfriends, so I didn't necessarily get the shy vibe from him. Okay. I don't know. Maybe he just really liked it. Or he wanted to take it slow, right? So we were waiting. So then I luckily get, you know, I had a whole plan. I wanted to make out, do something. So (laughs) I get him on my bed. I love this. Right? And fully clothed, everything. I think we're kissing a little bit. No no touching. Like he doesn't go any other bases for me. And then he takes off his shirt. And then as he takes off his shirt, he takes off his pants. At the same time? Yeah, all of a sudden, like, his shirt was off, his pants was off, and I really hadn't touched. I think I maybe, like, touched his chest for a second, but... And you were still fully clothed? I was fully clothed. Yeah, I didn't... I think I had I had my shirt on, my pants on. I Okay, so you went from nothing to him being naked. Yeah, so then the pants were off, the shirt <laughs> oh, was off, he was fully naked, and then he started giving himself a hand job. No, he didn't. I hadn't touched him. I was maybe touching his chest, but I didn't even touch down there. No, he did not. Yeah, he, I like can visualize him on the bed fully doing the hand job, and then he came and oh my God. he got off, and then he looked at me and he was like, oh my gosh, what happened? I was like, I don't know what happened. And then he kind of got all of his clothes on and just abruptly left the apartment. And I was just left like... What? I don't know. I don't know what happened. So You that, can't see me, but my jaw is on the floor right now. <laughs> and then I do. You, you can see me. I can the, see the you. People listening yeah. can't see me. <laughs> I can see you. So then I didn't know, like, how to what handle you... it. We don't, because it was just awkward, because he, like, he's like, I should go, and there wasn't really any opportunity to talk about it. I clearly didn't get the hookup that I wanted, but at least <laughs> he got off. I don't know. But, I, like, I didn't help him. So then the next day, later in the day, I get an email from him. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, what did he email? So he emailed you the next day. He what emailed... were you expecting? I don't know. I mean, because, you know, it had been our fourth date. It wasn't our first or second. So we had developed a rapport. I feel, yeah. I feel like we were getting along well. So <laughs> I... I don't know what I was expecting. I I don't know. Maybe if like to start like to clear the air, or, like to try again. I, I honestly wasn't sure. Did you still like him? At I this liked point? him, but I wasn't. Something left like the bad taste. Like well, maybe obviously something just like didn't feel right. I remember thinking like maybe we should just like leave it as this. Like good way to probably. I mean, did you close at any point? I, I just I don't even know what I would do. Did you at any point say what are you doing? 
Or were you just like I think stunned? I was so stunned. I didn't ask. I just like looked at him like with the like in- confused look on my face. I didn't be like, what the hell are you doing? Even though that's what I was thinking probably to be nice. And when he was like really getting into it, I didn't want to like interrupt him, right? So I let him close. Oh my goodness. So do you want me to read the email to you? What he said? You have the email? I do have the email. Yeah. I did. I, you know, I do have the email. Yeah, read look, it to I me. don't. Most so of my I'm emails. expecting, okay, not knowing what this email says, I'm expecting him to say, I'm kind of embarrassed, let's just forget that happened, I still really like you, or you free Tuesday. Or yeah, something. and it was something to that effect. Okay. He says, I figured we should probably discuss the other night in some way, and since I seem to have such a difficult time in person, I thought maybe it'd be best to do it over email. I remain incredibly embarrassed about what happened and sense that maybe we're more, we have more in common as friends than potential partners. Huh. I'm sure you probably feel the same, but I want to let you know that if that's the case, I totally understand. Then there's like a little bit more, and then he says, I figured I'd open up a dialogue. Do you have any thoughts? What are your thoughts on that? Well, I appreciate that he addressed it and said he was embarrassed. What I don't appreciate there is that he's essentially taking the accountability off himself by saying, I think we're not a match. He's basically taking himself out of the situation. Like, he's saying, I did this weird, stupid thing, so I'm just going to end this thing and... It actually brings you down a notch. Like, did you, you feel... Think, I, I actually, I could see that point. I know I, he was so embarrassed when I know, he left. But it, I felt bad for him. I know, but doesn't it feel like it's bringing you down a notch? He's so embarrassed, and then he says, well, we're not the right fit True. anyway. So he's kind of putting you down in a, a way. A little bit. I think it was to protect himself. It was to protect himself. It was definitely himself, to protect... But it's not fair for you. Agree. I think if I had liked him more or wanted to continue, I would have been more hurt, but maybe because I was like, eh, maybe we're better off as friends. So what happened? Him. Did, how did you reply? I think I responded saying, no need to be embarrassed. It happens, right? What else are you going to respond? <laughs> There's nothing say. else you can say. And then ironically, I know this sounds so crazy, but... I thought of a friend that would be actually a really good match for him. If oh he didn't God. pull the stunt, like, cause I feel like, you know, one and done. How often is he going to really do that? <laughs> so I tried to actually set him up with someone uh-huh. after. And he said he wants to little take a little bit break from dating. I don't know, maybe to work on himself or work on that. But I, I really didn't leave with any ill intentions. I appreciate, even though he did, he was protecting himself with the friends thing, I right. did appreciate the email. I appreciate it for you too. I'm glad he addressed it because right. he could have just been embarrassed and then walked away Agreed. and never addressed it or never addressed you Exactly. Again. He could have just been done and ghosted and whatever else. So at least he <laughs> went the balls to do <laughs> I just hope he keeps the balls in his pants. I know. I Hopefully with the next girl that he set up with. And it's so funny because I did reach out to him maybe a year or two ago to try and set him up with the same girl because I still think they would be imagined. He, he turned me down again Seriously? for the setup. I know. I tried. He was like, are you asking about this girl again? I'm like, yes, it's the same girl. You are nice. I know. You are very – did you ever tell the girl what happened? No. Good. Never told the girl. No one needs to know. I wouldn't say worry, his name. I'd be like, oh. Yeah. Thanks. I think if she knew, she probably wouldn't no be as interested. But – I, mean, I wish him the best, but it's a funny story. I think he learned from it. I hope so. I mean, clearly he was into you. If- Something, or, but the other opposite, maybe he wasn't and he needed, like, if I couldn't get him off, at least he knew he could, right? He didn't even try. I didn't try. I didn't touch the penis, nothing. <laughs> oh, that is quite a story. I feel like we should name this story something, like the... <laughs> what do you want to... Well, I would say premature, 
but not <laughs> right because he did premature but he he did it yeah. on the something with masturbation because <laughs> that's what it was i was able to witness uh, his masturbation yes. that's really ultimately i yeah i i don't even have a clever um name for this but perhaps by after the break i'll i'll think of something but it gets me thinking i mean this just leads to the question of are the two people on the same page in terms of the timing? You know, I'll get to more of this later, but, you know, I was trying to think of situations where I've wanted to do things where the person hasn't, or the person's been ready. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's you. Look, we're two women talking right. about men, so that's our experience, right? But I've definitely been in situations where the guy wants, of course, the guy wants things to go further, and of I'm, course. I'm not there yet. So... Thank you so much for sharing that story. Wow, just man. and hopefully some for some guys listening and be a look because I think some girls are intuitive when you're like more serious into dating and you've hooked up with the person. All hey, everything's ev on the table, but everything is on the table once you're dating. Right, go, anything go crazy. crazy. I agree. Once once you're in a relationship, anything goes. Exactly. Or I don't mean anything goes. I mean, you can have the ability to talk through things, what you want, want. to do with the other person. Exactly. What you want to do on your own in front of the yes, other person. Yes, what you want to see, what you don't want to see. But if you haven't talked through those norms, then you get into the predicament that something may seem off, even when it shouldn't. Think of it like strip poker. Try to keep the clothing levels even. True. Right? That's like, such a good point. I feel point. like in any situation, no one should be completely clothed, clothed while the other person, person is like naked. totally naked. Right. Anyway, with that, thank you for thank sharing you. your story. <laughs> we'll be back. Are you having difficulty finding the right person? Have you struggled with past relationships? Or do you simply think, why is dating so darn difficult? If this sounds like you, then check out and subscribe to Ask Dr. Antonio, a YouTube channel featuring weekly dating and relationship advice videos from psychologist and relationship expert, Dr. Antonio Borello. Go to youtube.com slash Antonio Borello, A-N-T-O-N-I-O-B-O-R-R-E-L-L-O. Why not make your love life the best part of your life? If you like his stuff, leave a comment saying that you heard it from so we met online. So, Chris, I have to ask, what is your take on this Holy situation? Holy moly. I know. I told you it was going to blow your mind. Yeah. Or, in more ways or, than one. hand your mind? I don't, I don't know. Um, well, so many questions come to mind immediately when I hear this story. The first one is, I don't know if he was single. No. Yeah, but it was a setup. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. Look, I actually met a woman on Tinder once. Yeah. And I saw, you know how on Tinder where it shows uh, mutual matches on Facebook? So like it I, shows who your mutual friends are. Right. Mm -hmm. So I went to Facebook to look up this woman on Tinder because I thought that maybe my friend would help set me up. If you've already matched. Uh, anyway, keep going. Well, look, it's one thing to match on Tinder. It's another thing to get a personal recommendation from a friend. That's right? absolutely true. Okay. So I w was going to go to my friend to have the friend introduce us. And when I went to the woman's profile on Facebook, it said she was married. So okay. the first question I said is, well, why is she on Tinder if she's married? Right. So what I'm trying to say here is it's very possible... That the guy was in a different relationship. I think you're reading way too much into... Look, you're giving him too much credit for... <laughs> I just... Not that that's credit. It's the opposite. It's, 
But that's possible. I'm just looking at this from a different perspective because all of the things that he was doing makes me think this one thing. It makes me think that he already knew the relationship wasn't going to work out. So he was like, hey, I'm going to try to get me some tonight. And when it wasn't working out, he was just like, okay, I'll just no, finish on my own. I definitely can see that side. But I don't know. I just think he got in the moment, whatever that meant for <laughs> him, and just did some things that, look, it's exactly what he would have done at home if he were turned on. And I think he just got in the moment of, I am turned on, I will uh, satisfy myself. So what you're saying is, He's crazy. I think you're reading too much into the background on this guy. Look, we know nothing about him. We could speculate day and night. All we know is that he did something outside the norm, the regular progression of sexual behavior in a new relationship. Yes, but I'm also giving you a man's perspective. Okay. And sometimes men go all in, and when they are in that moment, and they're like, well, I'm just going to... Why wouldn't he have just tried to have sex with her then? Well, she, he thought she wasn't going to. Yeah, I mean, when it it seemed like it wasn't going that route, he just decided to continue. <laughs> to me, I think the email and his apology and the embarrassment. I just my gut feeling is that was all a play. That that there was nothing behind you it. You and I see this totally differently. Yes. Because I see that email as him rejecting her before she can reject him. So rather than him waiting around for her to say, mm, that was a little weird. I don't think this is gonna work, he instead put her down by saying, I'm gonna reject you before you can reject me. And I Yes. I read that completely differently. I agree that he wanted to reject her before she rejected him, but he was already prepared to reject her two days ago. I disagree. And he used <laughs> the opportunity to try to get sex, and when he didn't get sex, he finished himself off and then broke up with her the next day and then used why did he embarrassment the the email? As, as an excuse. I'm open for discussion. I definitely see the merit in what you're saying. I still read it a little differently, but you make a good point. I'll admit, I'll, I'll even admit, which I don't often, that, that you might be writer than I am. <laughs> Again, I'm just taking this from a different perspective and a guy's point of view when the guy has decided, hey, I'm going to break up with this girl anyway, but there's an opportunity here. You know, it's been four dates. I might be able to get me some. And again, if he's already in an existing relationship or some other situation that he knows he can't get out of, then he's like, well, hey, look, th this is a one night stand opportunity. And I know that I can't continue to see her because I'm already in another relationship. So I'm just going to go all in and see what happens tonight. And it didn't work out. But hey, who cares if I embarrass myself? Wow, I, I just see it as less going on in his head than that. Well, which, hey, which head I, are we talking about? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it is possible that I am giving the guy too much credit well, and he's so. clueless. I just think he was in the moment. He got caught up in, I'm turned on. I'm just going to pleasure myself like I would at home. And then he was like, whoa, maybe I should not have done that. I am going to save face and I'm going to let... I'm going to tell her that we should just be friends before she can say it to me. That's I have a okay. Few questions. Yeah, but this leads into probably an obvious question. What signs do we really need to know what to do okay. or not to well, do? Well, I want to ask that because as a woman, 
if I invite a guy into my home, does he assume we're having sex? Nine out of ten times, probably. (laughs) So I'm asking, as a woman, what expectations need to be set up? Do you need to give signals? I don't think so because men, no offense, uh, need like explicit limits. But do you have to go in saying, these are my limits, we're not having sex tonight? Well, this goes back to your point. If the guy is clueless... Then again, but he's being invited guy. I in. Talk, I want to talk broader now because sure. I've had situations where, let's say it's a third or fourth date and we've only been out in public before. Maybe we've made out outside a restaurant after dinner or maybe he's walked me home and we've made out on the stoop or something, right? But what if you want a little more privacy? You don't necessarily want to go all the way, but you want to make out in a little privacy, maybe on the couch, Shouldn't that be allowed? Isn't there a happy medium? And do you have to explicitly say, I want to make out with you on the couch tonight, and that's all? Well, yeah, you can say that, but I think we all have to be respectful enough in any type of interaction with other people to be able to understand those limits, sometimes in real time. If we're making out on the couch and things are getting frisky, and the woman says, no... Right. The guy has to be okay. No. Agree. Right. So that's very important. (laughs) So I think that is happening in real time. But when you do invite somebody over and you say, hey, would you like to come up to my place or come Mm -hmm. in or whatever? I think there are (laughs) some guidelines that may need to be established, at least in the early stages of a relationship. I agree. So I'm thinking of a story that happened to myself last year where I had been I was on a third date with someone I actually really liked and I say actually really liked because it's hard to find that connection it was an unexpected connection it was someone I had met previously who when we went out I didn't know if we'd have chemistry and we we really did and we had kissed at a bar and on the sidewalk and on the third date I thought okay I want a little more time I want it to be a little more intimate but it was only the third date and I know a lot of people you know think oh third date you have sex I am not that person and I invite him in and he got an impression because I did not explicitly say we're not having sex tonight. Kind of like Rachel's story. All of a sudden, he's stripping. Uh And Okay, neither here nor there, but I'm sorry. If you think you're getting some, like, don't wear your saggiest tidy whities. That's all I have to say. I was in in shock and awe. Uh, (laughs) But anyway, he starts which no man should ever do because I was disgusted beyond belief. You know the thing where the guy touches the woman's head and kind of pushes it in a direction? (laughs) Yes. That's not okay. I was not okay with that. That was further than I wanted things to go that night, which I expressed to him in the moment, like you said. And I never heard from him again. So clearly he wanted one thing that he thought he was getting and did not get. But... Was it my fault for not setting the expectation up front that I want to invite you in, but I don't want this to go further of an X? Because I don't necessarily want to make those arbitrary rules in my head. I'm not one to cut off anything physical if I'm having a a good time. But I guess the question is, what did he interpret from my saying, do you want to come in? Well, he probably interpreted that you wanted to have sex. But again, that's going to differ from guy to guy. Mm-hmm. Some guys are going to be able to pick up on those I think most verbal aren't. and so, nonverbal cues. So as a woman, what could I have done? What should I be doing? Because I guess I should have said, hey, 
do you want to come in? Like, we've never had any time to kiss just privately, not on a sidewalk in New York um, with everyone watching. But, you know, I'm not quite ready to go too much further. Sure, I should have said that. Yeah, you could say that. But I also go that there are several situations that the person changes their mind Mm -hmm. during that event, too. I've had plenty of women say to me, hey, I'd like to have sex with you. We start to have sex, and then they change their mind. In the middle of sex. Yes. Come on. Yes. Well, that's a whole other story for maybe another time. But there are women out there that go into it with the intention, oh, I'm okay with having sex with this person tonight. Mm -hmm. And then something happens well, or, you know, their gut feeling or they're like, I'm just not ready. Well, I'm that's not why going consent is so important. I mean, look, we don't have to preach here, but that's where consent comes in. If Even if she says no in the middle, she is not consenting. Right. I do believe that there are some words that people will use that have more of an intention to lead to sex, right? So, for instance, if somebody says, I really could use a massage tonight. <laughs> You're such a guy. <laughs> I'm, in my mind, I'm thinking... They want some. But Chris, I asked you for a massage because I hurt my back on the airplane and I definitely didn't want some. <laughs> <laughs> if I say, how about if you come over to watch a movie tonight? Mm-hmm. There may be some underlying intentions. What I'm hearing is men always assume sex and women have to be more explicit in their expectations for the evening. I think in general, you're right. I think guys will always jump immediately to sex and women just need to explicitly spell it out. I do want to talk quickly about the bases because Rachel said we didn't go to any other bases. As an adult, I don't really say, oh, we we went to to second base last night. What do you even say as an adult? And what are the bases in your opinion? Because I was listening to a different podcast once, I can't remember, and they were talking about how the definition of the bases differ based on your age. Like, millennials think the bases are different, a little more liberal than, say, someone, you know, your age, Chris. Yeah, I, <laughs> you know what? I think you have a good point here. And I'll actually take that to another step. I think sometimes women have a different interpretation of what those bases okay, are. Okay, so what are and they I'm going to do? I'll, I'm going to tell you. So I think first and second base are pretty easy for people to interpret. First base is you're kissing. Second base is you're fondling. But what are you fondling? Anything. You're fondling each other. You're fondling. You're touching the breast. You're touching the the penis, as she says. See, I disagree. No, I I fully believe that second base is you are fondling. Okay, and my definition of second base is above the belt. Okay, but it's still... Shirt on, shirt off. Yeah, it's fondling, but it's it's not fondling fondling below the belt. Well, okay. And some people say second base is clothes on, third is clothes off. No. So this, so when we get to third and fourth base, this is where we get very interesting distinctions. Typically, in a traditional sense, third base is meant for oral sex. And fourth base is meant for Have going all the way out. Have you ever seen baseball? There is no fourth base. Home. Home. Yes, you're right. Yes, there's no fourth base. <laughs> <laughs> he was not in the Little League. No. <laughs> when you make it home... You've scored. <laughs> yeah, that's Literally is and figuratively. How it works. Right. Uh, okay. Now, here's where I say it's interesting. And when you bring up millennials, I find that with women, there, there is this distinction. I actually know several women who believe that or whose opinion is they would rather have sex 
before having oral sex. Their belief is that oral sex is a more intimate activity between two people, and thus they are more willing to jump into bed with somebody and have sex before jumping to oral sex. So those third and home plates can be reversed. I think the last time I said hand job <laughs> was uh, high school. I wasn't doing it in high school. College? <laughs> where, where are we going with this, Chris? <laughs> anyway, on that note, <laughs> thanks for listening. <laughs> we'll, we'll touch base soon. 